You are listening to episode 26 of the Japan Gamescast. On this week's show, we discuss the latest Nintendo Direct, Pokemon trading cards come to mobile, and Japan gets a senior citizens esports team. All this and more, coming up. Welcome back everyone to Japan Gamescast, the Japanese gaming news podcast recorded in Tokyo, Japan. I'm your host Julian, aka Kenten Gamer, and joining me as always is my co-host, Ryan. Hey everybody, how's it going? So, what have you been playing this week, Ryan? I've been uh, going through Final Fantasy IV, actually. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, just checking it out. What um, platform's on? Uh, it's on Game Boy Advance, actually. Um, I, I saw the Pixel remaster came out and uh, I was inspired, but I didn't want to spend the money, so oh, I ended I up just <laughs> playing through it on Game Boy. But uh, nice. yeah, how about you? Uh, it got a couple of things burning this week, but I finally got uh, Miles Morales finished on PS5. Um, oh, nice. It's not a very long game. It only took me like about 20 hours to do like almost 100%. So that's pretty good. And uh, I remembered that I had a South Park Fracture But Hole uh, installed on my Switch. It's been on there for like six months. So um, I was away for work for a couple of days. So I took that, I had it in the hotel. So um, that was pretty good. And I, I kind of blasted through the, the intro part now. So the story's getting good and uh, yeah, it's fun. I'm uh, having a good time with it. Yeah, yeah. You've been a, a Sony guy recently, right? That's it. Yeah, yeah. Fallen off the, the PC uh, bandwagon. PS5, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, so um, before we do anything this week, actually, right now, I just wanted to uh, welcome any new listeners to the show. Uh, I was away, like I said, for a couple of days, and I generally check the podcast stats every day just to see, you know, who's been ch- checking us out, uh, from what countries and all that kind of stuff. Um, but almost like overnight on Thursday when I checked it, uh, our v- listener numbers had doubled. And I was kind of like, just kind of blown away. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> I, I, at first I thought it was like some bots or something, you know, just like... I don't know, some scam artists, but then it carried on for like a couple of days up until now. And basically the, the numbers that we had since starting the podcast around five months ago, that was doubled in like three days. So oh, wow. yeah, well, you know, I just want to say like, thank you. Anyone that's, uh, you know, joining us. Um, it looks like most of the new views came from America. Um, so thanks guys. Thanks for joining us. Um, you know, yeah, spread we, the- we're making some changes today. We got a little inspired, so uh, we're going to try to uh, implement some new stuff for you guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, we kind of felt a, a positive boost from that. And um, yeah, but so basically what we're going to do uh, for the new format is we're going to keep it pretty much the same, um, but we're going to divide the stories into kind of minor headlines and major headlines. So we'll, we'll blast through some of the, the smaller stuff first. And uh, obviously the big headline for this week is the Nintendo Direct discussion. And as always, we'll finish the show with uh, with the new release trailers. So uh, just before we get into the minor news, I've got just a little thing as a, an update from a, another news story we had, I think two weeks ago. We reported on the uh, Ikebukuro Gigo Arcade closing down, um, which is, you know, one of the biggest uh, Sega arcades in Tokyo. And uh, this picture here was the the final evening of the arcade. Which it's kind of crazy, right? If you look at like this is like a street, you know, in the middle of Tokyo, and it just looks like like a festival. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's like a rave going on. <laughs> um, yeah, so apparently all the staff came out, and uh, there was a sign that said like "Thank you for 28 years of you know, so, you know, uh, customers coming to the, the store," and uh, you know, everyone was bowing obviously because it's Japan, and 
all the, the people in the crowds were like crying and stuff. And it's just like kind of a, get a bit emotional. Um, but the manager apparently said, um, if it were in my power, I'd want to stay open forever at this location and greet the happy faces of our wonderful customers. Unfortunately, at this time, the way it turned out was the arcade has closed. So apparently it wasn't actually anything to do with Corona. It was just a mix of things. And, and one thing was the, the, the lease of the building. Um, so regardless of the COVID, they might've had to just move out of the building anyway. So, um, yeah, just a small uh, update on that story there. Yeah, yeah. Sad to see it go, but uh, hopefully more more to come <laughs> someday. You know. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, hopefully when tourists return, you know, um, you know, someone will will kind of put the investment in to open another big arcade like that. Um, it's hard to say, but yeah, it would be sad if it if it never came back in any, in any form at all. Yeah, so anyway, on to our first uh, minor news story of the week. Uh, there was a new Pokemon game announced. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, Ryan, um, but it's uh, the Pokemon trading card game Live. So it looks kind of kind of interesting. Um, well, it's just, just the, the Pokemon trading card game, but it's like a mobile game. And uh, you can see here the short trailer here. You can get all the cards and uh, you can play with your friends you know, online and stuff. Oh, wow, it looks pretty cool. Is this in any way connected with the real cards? I don't think so. It says like, you know, truth to game rules and there's always like digital versions of all the cards. Um, but it's hard to say. Um, it says, yeah, coming to App Store, uh, Apple st Store, sorry, uh, Google, uh, PC and Mac. Um, yeah, it doesn't seem to be any connectivity that they mentioned. Um, I'm not a big fan of the, the kind of style of the characters. They look a bit like realistic and gross they don't look like the cute like anime characters in, in the actual pokemon games so not a big fan of that but <laughs> yeah yeah but i've always imagined like uh with if you had a mobile version of pokemon cards like you could scan it with your camera and then like your actual cards would like appear in your deck yeah yeah that, I, that would be cool but it'd be really easy to cheese it you know <laughs> yeah i i kind of had but, a, a similar thought i don't know then i thought um you know, if you could only obtain cards by scanning them in real life, then whoever owns like the really rare, like these really rare cards already, they've just like automatically won the game. You know, so if you just yeah, if, you, if you're, yeah, if you're brand new to the franchise and you just start, but you don't have like two million dollars to spend on a shiny Charizard, then you're fucked basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, maybe that they'll implement some like QR code stuff, um, or I don't know something like the uh, for Animal Crossing they had those like QR like AR cards. I can't remember what they were called, but like am Amiibo cards that unlock some functionality. Um, so yeah, that's uh, coming out. There's no date given yet, but it's coming out for mobile platforms, uh, PC and Mac. So what do we have uh, next, Ryan? Cool. So next up, we've got uh, some info on Dragon Quest Twelve. It's mm. been announced that the studio Orca is working on the title. And oh, okay. uh, this is the same studio that did uh, Dragon Quest XI and uh, Dragon Quest XI-S on the Switch. Oh, okay. So um, That's good. <laughs> yeah, they're currently hiring for Dragon Quest XII. They're looking for artists. Mm. So uh, so they did a great job on XI, and I'm sure uh, XII will go nicely as well. And uh, last week it was also announced that the studio Hexadrive uh, is also working on Dragon Quest XII. Mm. And... Uh, they previously worked with Square Enix on Final Fantasy 15, 
which is a which is a pretty big one. Mm -hmm. And uh, they also worked with Nintendo on uh, Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker HD. Oh, so, interesting. Uh, so yeah, I I really enjoyed that title a lot. So I think uh, that's a good one to have on the resume. That was a. Uh... It, well, I mean, it wasn't really a port. It was completely re remade, wasn't it? Wind Waker HD. Um, but it, yeah, it, it yeah. Ran, ran smooth. And I mean, everyone knows that we use a bit of a piece of shit, really, when it comes to <laughs> graphical power, right? Hey, um, man, I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I liked the console, but it but it wasn't like, you know, beefy. Um, not yeah, not, not yeah. that I think that game was demanding or anything, but I think it was a really well-made game. And I've not really played it yet, but I thought the... I've played the, the, the demo, but I thought the... Switch version of Dragon Quest Eleven was really like smooth and really well made, and the graphics look really nice. And you know, even when I saw like the PS4 Five versions um, and like Xbox stuff, obviously it looks sharper, but it looks so close to the Switch one. It's pretty yeah. Impressive. The the Switch port is really incredible, and mm. um, yeah, it's amazing that they could squeeze that game onto a Switch cartridge. Mm. So. Uh, you, you've still got my copy of it, right? You're borrowing that one. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, I'll get around to it. You got to play yeah. through it, man. <laughs> as long as you don't need it back anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I got it on PC now. So, uh, so. <laughs> uh, nice, nice, nice. Okay, so for our final minor news update uh, this week, just a bit of goofy news. Um, Japan now has a senior citizens esports team, which I thought was pretty pretty fun <laughs> so you see this old this old guy here he's rocking out some Fortnite. he's got his like uh, i don't know what kind of razor keyboard there <laughs> yeah yeah i'm got not some mountain mountain dew <laughs> yeah that's it some cheese puffs yeah he's really uh he's really going maxed out um but the, the the team is called the matagi snipers which sounds pretty badass as well <laughs> oh yeah and they're uh they're based in akita prefecture which is kind of like north Westish of Tokyo, um, and it's an eight-person team. But apparently, the eight people were whittled down from uh, twenty-one applicants. So that's pretty cool. Um, I thought maybe more people would apply, but I guess you know maybe people of that age really aren't that into gaming in general. So it's kind of interesting that these people would uh, apply anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, you'd think something like Animal Crossing would be. A little more appealing than like online multiplayer but mm. you know that's cool that they're they're getting in there yeah i think Gotta so yeah stay sharp right i, I mean there's definitely yeah, i mean that, that's one reason i i intend to play games till the day i die you know it's just mental stimulation um but yeah apparently the the whole premise was conducted initially it's just like um you know research just to, to see the the health benefits of uh games for older players basically so I guess in that case, you know, keeping reflexes sharp, maybe to help, you know, train like eyesight or, or whatever, you know, whatever it may be. Um, but I think, you know, throwing these guys in with Fortnite seems a bit intense, <laughs> just <laughs> straight off the bat. Yeah, yeah. Um, a, yeah, it's kind of a heavy game to uh, to jump into as like your first game, right? I think so, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, there's a quote here from uh, one of the members, Ebba, and apparently he's 67 years old. And he said, uh, up until now, I had never played video games. So I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty badass, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. But yeah, it also reminds me, uh, there's a, there's a lady I follow on YouTube. Uh, she's called Gamer Grandma. Uh, she's got like over half a million <laughs> subs now, but she's a sweet little Japanese old lady. She's like over 80, man. She's, she's pretty old. Um, but she plays like Resident Evil, Grand Theft Auto. Um, she's playing Ghost of Tsushima. You know, she gets like, she gets hardcore, you know, and she's not like super good at the games, but she's, she's decent. She kind of gets through them and she, she doesn't like 
struggle with the controls at all. Uh, oh, actually, she's, she's 90. It says <laughs> one of the, oh my uh, god, uh, she's playing <laughs> Dauntless. That's pretty, pretty intense. Um, yeah, man. But yeah, so it seems like, you know, everyone knows that gaming is big in Japan, but uh, even for the older generation, it looks like uh could be a possibility going forward. <laughs> cool, cool. So I, I guess uh, ready to move into our uh, our big stories for the week. Yeah, so obviously uh, this week, uh, our big news is the Nintendo Direct, which uh, happened, I think, on the 23rd in, in, the, West, in the Western countries and uh, on the 24th here in Japan. And um, yeah, I mean, before we kind of get into the, 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 you know, the details of each section, uh, what was your overall impression of the, the, the show? Run. Oh, I thought it was really great. I mean, I had a great time watching it, mm. and I was I was pretty into it the whole time. Mm-hmm. I thought this was one of the better directs that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I'm a huge N64 fan, so mm. uh, we're we're getting to that later. But I was really excited about the uh, N64 news. Yes, yeah, so obviously, it started with um, Monster Hunter Rise uh, Sunbreak, which is a new like DLC. I believe. Uh, yeah, it says their uh, extended contents coming in summer 2022. So um, I don't think either of us have played that game, right? Well, I know I haven't, but <laughs> you haven't played that no, game. No, I, I, have, I haven't played it either, but I know a lot of people re- were really into it. Mm. And uh, also the Monster Hunter Stories 2 came out as well. Mm-hmm. I heard that was really good too. So Monster Hunter has been kind of, uh, what do you say, on the upswing? Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, and this looks cool. I, I love the color palette of this, like p- pink and purple, nighttime. It looks very different to like the usual Monster Hunter stuff. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, it looks nice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, 2022, summer 2022 is quite a long time to wait for like a DS- DLC, right? Yeah, but I guess the game came out this year, right? So probably it probably came out in the, around early summertime. So yeah, I'd imagine... It doesn't say like DLC, it says like extended contents in, in Japanese. So like it might actually be quite a big update, you know? Yeah, yeah, it must be. Yeah, but actually, so this next game we got coming up here, Chocobo Racing, this kind of surprised me. And I thought this looked really cute. Um, I mean, it obviously looks exactly like Mario Kart, as with all these like Kart clones. But just something I just didn't expect in the slightest. <laughs> but I just think Chocobo is really really fun yeah I, I was really surprised about this this one as well like um it does look like an exact ripoff mario kart like mm. you've got drifting you've got item boxes mm. little boosts and um i mean kart racers you know i i feel like they all kind of come from mario kart yeah i mean as a genre they're all pretty the same I, I, one thing i liked about this one is like uh, it, the boxes or the they're called like, like orbs or eggs or something um they all have like elemental powers so if you collect the same elemental power you can like level them up three levels so you know if you get like three red ones in a row then you get like that levels up like the fire spell ah uh, so like that, a diddy kong racing right yeah kind of yeah yeah so that adds a little element of like you know oh should i use my item now or should i you know just just hang fire and, and, and you know just try and build up and get like a really good good item so that was kind of cool yeah 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 it looks like a great Great game. So uh, up next, uh, this game looks really interesting. Uh, very unusual. Um, it's kind of like a card-based RPG. And uh, I guess the, the standout point was it's uh, directed by uh, Yoko Taro, who's the guy behind Nier Automata, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and uh, I've actually been playing through Nier Replicant, which came out mm-hmm. earlier this year. I'm probably about halfway in, but 
Um, but Yoko Taro announced that he was working on a, a smaller title, like a more indie kind mm. of size game. Oh, he did? Okay. Um, yeah, and everyone was wondering like what he's up to. And um, mm. this looks really cool. I mean, it's like a, it's got this nice tabletop, you know, kind of fantasy style with mm. like candle lights and stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure about the details of the game like exactly how it works mm. so this is uh dragono no shima, shima is dragon's island yeah. dragon's island voice yeah. of cards yeah so yeah so, I, th uh, I thought it was yeah like unexpected i probably won't play it but it was one of those games i thought like, it looks cool for like people like fans of that genre you know um which yeah, yeah like it was cool yeah I, I think yoko taro always makes interesting stuff so i'm sure it will be uh there'll be something in there to to keep it interesting and quirky so I, I definitely want to check that one out i think so yeah yeah um, he's um, kind of a he's like the modern uh kojima you know oh, <laughs> like for sure for sure yeah. coming up with these, <laughs> these interesting uh new games out of japan so yeah, next up uh they showed off a little trailer for the second dlc pack or expansion pass i guess that is the wording they used uh for uh hyrule warriors age of calamity so i mean definitely the the, the cutscene here looks really cool and uh, they showed off loads of new like cutscenes and character interactions and stuff. Yeah, I I still haven't played this one. Up. You've you've got a copy of it, right? I, I do, yeah. But I mean, I, I might have said this on the show before, but the the frame rate is just so disappointing that yeah. I'm unfortunate. As much as I love Zelda and I really want to know the story, you know, the like the canon story of Breath of the Wild, I'm just gonna have to wait until they release a Switch Pro and assume that it'll be backwards compatible, so I can play this game like <laughs> properly. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit yeah, unfortunate, it, but I mean the content looks really cool though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Like, it's a lot more content heavy than like Breath of the Wild was in terms of like cutscenes mm. and like dialogues and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it it really leans heavily into the the characters. Um, yeah, yeah. I personally, I I like the Zelda games like the way they leave a lot unsaid and it's kind of mm. mysterious and stuff. So like, I actually don't like to get into these sort of stories where they like flesh out stuff mm. a lot. You know, I kind of like to, to keep it mysterious. If that right. Makes yeah. Sense. Yeah. So, so I'm uh, kind of in in the middle. I don't know if like if it's, that's just lazy or that's like you know this creative. You know, <laughs> it's like on purpose. <laughs> oh yeah. So actually, uh, this is interesting because this was only in the Japanese direct. But they're actually releasing, like, re-releasing retail versions of Breath of the Wild and Splatoon 2 that include the uh, DLC packs, or the expansion passes. So, oh, cool. just for like, you know, obviously as someone new to the franchise, you can just pick it up. But maybe for collectors of, of either franchise. So for me, personally, I'm going to pick up that Zelda just because I want it in my collection. You know, it's like a, a unique edition of Breath of the Wild. Um, so it looks cool. And uh, obviously, yeah, they announced that... Um, the new announcement for the final ever Smash Bros. Ultimate character is coming on October 5th. So uh, do you want to have a guess at who that might be, Ryan? Let's see. Um, they already did Banjo-Kazooie, right? So uh, let's see. I just keep thinking Master Chief. Oh, man. <laughs> they, they, they uh, already, I doubt it, but uh, sure, if you say so. They, they've already got Sonic in there, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my, my guess... Even though it might not be, but I would guess Sakurai-san, you know, the game's producer, because everyone really wants him to be in the game. 
because he's he just works like he just never stops working on that game and just I think in the community everybody really loves him um, so that would be my guess um, but sorry let's get on to the next game here these looked fucking awesome and this was the first pop point in the whole direct I got really pumped because I saw this game I saw like the palm I saw this palm tree and I thought oh that looks like a sonic palm tree um, you know and and then I saw the city like this broken down city afterwards I was like this looks like fucking like last the last of us and then obviously it cuts to Kirby here lying on the beach almost like uh, like Link's Awakening right <laughs> he just washed up on the beach <laughs> yeah yeah and then my, my mind's like going like what the fuck is going on here this looks crazy um but yeah, we've got basically a, a brand new, like completely 3D, like 3D movement uh, Kirby game for the first time ever, I believe. Yeah, yeah. This looks incredible. I, I think this was probably the highest point in the direct. Mm. And um, like, I think this could be like Mario Odyssey level of a uh, of good platforming and puzzle solving, you know. Mm, I, mean, I mean, that's the vibe it gives me at the moment. Because, I mean, Mario had that really weird, like, juxtaposition of, like, him being in, like, a human world. Especially when you go to, like, New Donk City, right? Yeah, The, the yeah. other levels felt more Mario. But when you go to, like, it's basically, like, New York, and it just looks really fucking weird. And then, like, Mario's on, like, a little moped driving around. Yeah. But I, this has I, got the same vibe, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't, wasn't as into the uh, art style of Mario Odyssey. Like, because I thought mm. it was just awkward how it blended, like, real life looking models with like the Mario world mm. but with Kirby here like we've got this kind of apocalypse of what post apocalyptic city mm. but like it it fits more I, I feel like because there's still like cute stars and like Kirby monsters and stuff like running around yeah and I so, mean they've, they've like stylized everything to be like Kirby right whereas yeah, Mario it was like Mario like Mario looked like Mario but the building just looked like it could have been like from Call of Duty or something. <laughs> or maybe maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe maybe not that extreme, but it just, it was a bit off, wasn't it? Um, the game was amazing, but yeah, the art style was, was a little bit odd. But yeah, that, that's um, Kirby in the Forbidden Land. So yeah. Uh, yeah, our next little trailer, this wasn't really a trailer, but this is another announcement of an upcoming Nintendo Direct, which is the Animal Crossing Direct. So um, I know you uh, Animal Crossing fans out there were probably quite disappointed at E3. Everyone was really expecting that Nintendo would release a big update for the game, especially after it launched last spring, just before the pandemic hit. And it's one of the best-selling games they've ever made, um, which is kind of incredible to think that Animal Crossing, a game where you basically just do nothing, sold so well, right? So everyone was like, oh, there must be more content coming. And uh, I personally was a bit disappointed when they didn't show at E3, but now they've said, don't worry, we've got next month, we've got a whole direct coming for that. So. You know if it's a whole direct, there's going to be a lot of stuff to show, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, like they're still doing the seasonal thing, right? Where mm. they like have a special season um, with like unique events and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean that, that, that always try carries through the game, yeah. And, um, you know, I believe they'll just add that, but I'm expecting to add more more features and that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's definitely one we'll report back on on the show. Um, they didn't announce the date yet, but sometime uh, in October. So next up, uh, this is Triangle Strategy, right? Yeah, Project Triangle Strategy. Uh, I guess, did they uh, decide on this as the name or is this still a working title? Well, yeah, that's how they uh, referred to it again this time in the English version. So I guess it, that's just what it's called now. I mean, Project o Octopath Tra Traveler was a stupid name as well. So <laughs> why not Project Triangle Strategy? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't mind Triangle Strategy. I think, you know, I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I who, right. who cares what it's called? You know, it looks fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. 
I was just going to say, this is definitely one of the games I'm going to pick up uh, once it's released. Yeah, absolutely. So, oh, there's the date. Yeah, the 4th of April next year. So it's not too long to go. Um, in the trailer here, actually, they were mentioning how they were responding to all of the uh, customer feedback or player feedback from the, the, the kind of short beta demo that they released a few months ago. But they've added in like um, you can now rotate the, the you can rotate the camera all the way around the world, so you can really appreciate the level design from every angle. Um, you can fast skip the text. Um, I don't know. There's loads of like kind of um, quality of life improvements that they've made. So it looks like they've been paying attention to the players and uh, they've made the correct feedback. So yeah, next up we've got uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five, uh, another new trailer here. Um, looks uh, looks. Cool. Yeah, I, mean, of, I love the art, the art style for sure. Yeah, yeah, and we've seen a, a lot of like gameplay demos and stuff with this, and uh, you know, it it's been a uh, it's been a long time since a new Shin Megami Tensei game has been mm. released. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick this one up. Um, I haven't played any of the previous games, so I'm not really sure what to expect. Mm -hmm. um, so they they released a. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei 3, which was a PS2 game on Steam a few months ago. Right, yeah. So um, so I think that's like, you know, to get everyone pumped up for the for the new release. Mm. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. It's it's another like post-apocalyptic Tokyo thing, but there's all yeah, these demons yeah. walking around. Uh, is this just a, a trailer like what we've already seen? I, I guess... Uh, no, it, I mean, it's a new trailer. We haven't seen that. But they gave the release date, obviously, 11th of um, November. So it comes out in like two months. Um, and then, yeah, next up, obviously, um, with Metroid Dread coming out in two weeks, which I can't believe. It's been 19 years and it's coming out in two weeks. I'm so fucking excited for this game. Um, but they just showed off this kind of like fast cut, like funky action, like trailer. Um, yeah, looking incredible. I'm afraid to watch too much because I, I don't want to get spoiled. Like, I've been yeah, avoiding... Yeah. Well, actually, that's why this trailer was quite good because it was just like, shot, shot, shot. And they, just, they don't really like, linger on anything for too long. And it's got like yeah. a very un-Metroid music. It's got this kind of like funky, like J-pop Rocky song in the background. So I think that was just like, just to remind everybody, like, it's coming out in two weeks. Make sure you buy it. Um, yeah. Just a, a very yeah. quick point. I saw an advert for Metroid Dread today in 7-Eleven on the cash register. And oh I was like, gosh. I can't believe I live in a world where I saw a Metroid advert on a cash register in a, in a convenience store. So <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy that Nintendo are really pushing the game and really giving it the, the marketing budget that it deserves. Yeah, I'm pumped for it. It's going to be great. All right, guys. So next up, uh, I think this is probably the biggest announcement um, of the whole Direct. And I think it was the most rumored because uh, it leaked quite a few days before. I know a lot of different sources coming out with this information. Um, but they've announced, yeah, uh, and this new expansion pass for the Nintendo Switch Online service. And they're adding uh, N64 games. Yeah, I mean, I was I was pretty shocked, honestly, because uh, mm. like I was really expecting them to add Game Boy or Game Boy Advance. Mm. Um, and so when they announced N64, I was just, just couldn't believe it because... They, they released Mario 64 in that collection last mm. year, right? And, you know, sold it at full price. So I was thinking, like, there's no way they're going to, you know, just put all of their, you know, beloved N64 titles in a subscription service. But mm. uh, here they are, you know, Star Fox, uh, Mario Kart, uh, Ocarina of Time. I mean, mm. that's like one of their biggest games and they're just adding it to the online service so i mean yeah that's just uh the, the reason i'm gonna buy it is because i want a period of time i mean it's, it's already 
you know, remade in a 3DS portable version. But I just want it to be uh, handheld. I was surprised by Operation Wimback. I can't believe that that was like one of the games that got like. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know anyone even knew what that game was. So I was like, no way. Um, yeah, I, I remember that one from back in the day. I haven't played it since. Uh, yeah, it was cool. It, it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, kind of action game and uh, kind of a Metal Gear Solid uh, competitor, you know. Yeah, kind um, of. Yeah. Um, and it's just a really odd pick from, from Nintendo. Um, but the, the, one of the other bigger announcements, um, well, they just kind of tease off with the images that Banjo-Kazooie is coming to the service. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, there's been a really cool trend in the last like three or four years of like Microsoft and Nintendo really being like cooperative in re regards to like the, the IPs that Nintendo used to own when they owned Rare. Uh, and obviously, as we all know, the company got sold to Microsoft over 10 years ago now. Um, but, you know, when when Banjo-Kazooie came to Smash Bros, everyone was like popping off, you know, and, you know, uh, I remember Phil Spencer like tweeting and was like, uh, congratulations to like Sakurai-san and uh, the team and so glad to see Banjo in, like back home or something like that, you know, that was really cool. And uh, yeah, they're here they're showing off. So F-Zero will be coming, Majora's Mask, uh, Paper Mario as well, I'm super excited for. Yeah, yeah, there's just, oh, Pokemon Snap. Oh yeah, you know, You'll yeah. be able to play the classic. That's awesome. Um, Custom Something Robo. I wanted to talk about was uh, Sin and Punishment. Oh, true. Well. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I think I I have over here, actually. On my oh, show. nice. Yeah. Well, actually, one thing they showed off was um, it's never had an official like European box art before because it never came out in the West, right? So if you yeah. subscribe for the, the Western service, the European or American, you'll actually get the, the new box art that's never been seen before. I don't know if this looks good, but... Uh, yeah, this is the uh, Japanese Sin and Punishment. Oh, uh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it, yeah, it's only released in Japan. Uh, but what's interesting about this game is uh, it's got English like already in, <laughs> like in the options and stuff. Oh, like, right. Okay. I think so. Uh, I think there's English uh, like subtitles or something. Uh, you know, I've, I've um, never, never played it. I don't know why. Um, I've seen a lot of footage of the game, but I've just never actually got around to playing it. It's like an on-rails uh, mm. shooter type of thing uh it's really good though mm. like uh it feels like an arcade game like something that you would have played like time crisis or something like that yeah yeah for sure, um, for sure. but yeah it, it's got a cool mechanic where if an enemy enemy comes close to you you can tap the shoot button and mm. you like hit them with a and, sword uh, i guess probably the more surprising part of this announcement because i expected the games to come but yeah they showed off these awesome new like replica controllers um for n64 and there's a Genesis controller, because we didn't kind of talk about it then, but uh, Genesis games are also coming to Switch Online. Um, so, yeah, you can pick up these, like, replica controllers. And I saw some pictures online yesterday, um, some new, like, renders of the controllers, and you can see the top of the um, controller. So the N64 now has, like, where the the kind of game card slot would go in, the memory card slot. It's got, like, the, the four lights to when it's, like, syncing up with the Switch. And it's got, like, new uh, LZ button. Um, and same on the uh, the Genesis controller as well. Oh, cool! Yeah, I'm excited to see those. Um, I kind of want to pick up the uh, N64 one. Yeah, I think I think uh, I will. Yeah. Um, yeah, a little bit, little bit expensive, you know. But <laughs> you know, maybe maybe. So yeah, there were a few uh, announcements from uh, Konami, um, who have kind of like stopped making games apparently, um, but they're coming out with a remaster of uh, Castlevania uh, Advance Collection, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, very, the, the very short trailer. <laughs> advanced games were, were some of the most popular Castlevanias. Mm -hmm. 
So um, yeah, that looks pretty cool. Uh, this this was just mental. This whole section. Um, so I mean, everyone's always pumped to see me and Sandra. He just comes on, and he's like, oh no, she's doing some ass. Comes in, and he's like, I'm just uh, coming in with an update on the Mario movie. So um, you know, he kind of reminds everybody there's a new movie coming out made by Illumination Studios, who are honestly not the uh, the best animated studio out there, but they made like Minions <laughs> and uh, others, other you know, forgettable movies. Um, but he announces the cast. Um, and obviously, yeah, the release date. So it's coming out holiday next year, 2022. And, uh, yeah. I don't know, what, what did you think about this whole section, Ryan? Yeah, like, I, I didn't know there was a, a Mario movie oh, uh, really? coming out. Well, I mean, I knew about the one from the 80s. Which, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Personally, I, I think it's hilarious. I, I love that movie. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, actually, they, I believe they originally announced this when they, um... Actually, sorry, we'll, we'll come back to that because th this is ridiculous. I mean, Chris Pratt as Mario. Yeah, as um, Mario. I, I can see it, though. I mean, Oh, really? Okay. I, I can... Uh, <laughs> I, I think that's I think that's decent enough choice, though. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Anna Taylor uh, as Peach. And, uh, yeah. I, I didn't know this girl, but apparently she's in Queen's Gambit on Netflix, which I keep seeing. It's like... Uh, oh, oh, yeah, it's... It's great. Charlie Day. Charlie as Day is Louis. That, that's like the, <laughs> the most ridiculous thing. I can't, I can't believe. You know, like we talked before about like. Uh, so I'm just gonna have to pause the video here because like it's just yeah, going it's too, too much. Fast. But you know, we've talked before about how like Japanese companies are very, very strict with their IP, and especially Nintendo, and especially like how you know public image of like the actors involved with these franchises are always quite you're under scrutiny like all the time. If you, yeah, if, yeah. you know, if you've ever watched uh, Always Funny, Always Sunny in Philadelphia and you've seen Charlie Day acting in that show, I can't believe <laughs> they signed off on letting him be involved with like the second most important character in yeah, the Mario yeah. franchise. Like it's just, it's I mean, just hilarious. And, and then, <laughs> I mean, we've got Jack Black as Koopa and like, you know, he's, he's in his whole like rock and roll. You yeah, know, like, yeah. If you've seen like Tenacious D, uh, pick of destiny it's all like drugs and yeah yeah you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? this works though uh, i like this casting I, lo I love jack black and uh, I'm, I'm really down with the cast i'm glad they got these big names you know yeah it's like, I, I i know he's a big gamer actually he has like a twitch channel jack black oh really um, it's like jablinski jablinski games or something. i don't know what jablinski means it's like he's like twitch name um so <laughs> he's a big gamer anyway and um yeah there was a video dropped on twitter from uh, Chris Pratt, and uh, I think he was kind of like semi-responding to all like the, oh, the, the, the yeah, like all the criticism and stuff. Um, but he, he he was quite sarcastic in the video, so I kind of enjoyed it. Um, but he says like you know like when I was a little kid, I used to play Mario at this arcade like every week and stuff. And to him, to me, it's like the dream role. And uh, and then he goes like, uh, "It's me, Mario." That's not the voice though. I'm not showing you the voice right now. <laughs> so he just like, he kind of like, just like, uh, you know, pulls everyone's leg. And I, th I think he was just trying to like wind up the internet, you know? Um, yeah. Cause yeah. he doesn't care. He's like one of the most, the biggest actors in Hollywood at the moment. So, so, so as usual with uh, Nintendo Direct, uh, towards the end of the show, they start showing the longer trailers, you know? Um, and obviously for Nintendo, one of the, the biggest games coming out fairly soon, uh, some point next year is um, Splatoon 3. And uh, I'm not, you know, I've not really played the franchise, but it looks cool. You know, there's so much new content and uh, it always looks really polished, this game. And it looks really fun, you know. 
Yeah, I, I was disappointed because I missed out on Splatoon 1 and 2. Um, <laughs> so I think I'm going to try to catch it this time around because it just looks like such a fun title. Yeah, yeah, I think I just, I'm too old for it now. I just don't have the time. I, I, I played number two just out of curiosity. I did, did actually buy it and I jumped online and I just got absolutely ruined. And oh, yeah. all these like, because it's really popular with kids, right? So they just got, they got time to sit there and practice and stuff. And it's cool. Like, yeah. I got nothing against the game. I just think it's harder for adults to get into this kind of thing. Um, but yeah, loads of new content. This looks really radical, like just some like Inception kind of like upside down city and. I love the design. I love the, the aesthetics. Um, yeah, got a lot, got a lot of time to, to appreciate it, but just uh, won't be playing it, unfortunately. <laughs> oh man! But uh, yeah, so Splatoon three update. Yeah, that's coming. Yeah, and uh, the next the year. final um, trailer here, which kind of threw everyone for a loop a bit at the start because it, it starts here. You you're like, should be a scramble crossing. You know, this is like a real location. Um, a lot of people online were saying that they thought this was astral, astral chain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it kind of looks uh, like it. It's got that vibe, right? Um, so everyone was like, you know, definitely, um, definitely a Platinum Games vibe, right? You got these soldiers, this kind of big monster, a bit kaiju. It's got that good Godzilla vibe because you got all the the soldiers like just you know, just uselessly just like shooting bullets at this monster that won't die. Yeah, yeah. that's it. So we get a little shot. I actually, I just noticed that. I don't know if you saw that. The the gunshots were in the shape of a P. So I guess it's like Platinum Games. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't notice that the first time. Um, so this little dog character was from Astral Chain, right? I believe that's what everyone yeah, thought. Yeah. And then we see her, she comes in. Bayonetta, just badass. <laughs> so, so cool. Yeah, I, I love her design, it's really great. Yeah, yeah, it looks so cool. Uh, you played the other Bayonetta games, right? Yeah, I did. Um, uh, I got... Bayonetta 2 when it came out and it came with Bayonetta 1 so it was like the Switch remaster of the Wii U version and uh, yeah played through them both not really my style of game usually but just so stylish so like fun I love Platinum games um, I always think they do such a great job of optimizing games combat's really fun graphics cool you know and the set pieces are really badass as well you know when you're like because Bayonetta can like summon these like giant like demons that are like 400 feet tall and you know you, you just like beat other fucking massive monsters. It's just it's just cool, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, um, this looks wild. I mean, is Bayonetta usually like in real life location? Uh, kind of, yeah. So in number two, she's in the kind of like a fake like New York kind of city. Um, but I believe this is the first time she's been in Japan. And uh, just earlier in the trailer, actually, you saw the section when you're like running down the train on like the Yamanote Sen, you know. <laughs> And just like yeah. beating up monsters, so that looks really cool. So I'm pumped to like play Bayonetta three, but also it's cool that it's in Japan as well. Um, I don't know if it'll change other locations, but um, yeah, this looks very in line with what I've seen from the previous games: big battles and you know just slick combat. And yeah, it just looks just hella cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of games set in Tokyo, right? Yeah, that's it. Uh, getting a lot of Tokyo love recently. So absolutely, cool. man. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, this was announced in 2017 and we haven't heard anything about it since then. And finally, we got a launch window, not a launch date, um, but it's coming uh, next year in 2022. Um, I mean, this just looks wild. Like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. So many, so many great games coming up. It's, uh, it's quite overwhelming, right? That's it. Yeah. So 2022. Yeah. So next year we've got uh, Bayonetta 3. 
we've got uh, Kirby Forbidden Sizzy. Um, oh, what else we got? We got loads of we loads loads of stuff coming out. I can't remember yeah, off the top of my head. Shin, Shin Megami Tensei Five. There's a uh, oh, yeah. Advance Advance Wars is coming soon. Advance Wars reboot. True, true. Actually, they didn't show that, did they? This uh, this yeah, uh, they, yeah, they didn't show it, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I mean. I mean, this whole direct is just so packed. I mean, I didn't realize it when I was watching it, but now that we just sat here discussing it, like, it's insane. Like, we could hardly keep up with that. Was, know, that all, that's all exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that's how I felt when I was watching. I mean, they always tend to try and keep it high paced and cut to the next thing, cut to the next thing, kind of keep it exciting, right? But generally with those kind of shows, I find that, like, I see one game I like and then I skip, skip forward, like, 10 minutes until I find something, you know, good elsewhere, you know, something else that I want to watch. That looks half decent. Um, so yeah, that was it. Big reveal at the end for Bayonetta. Well, not reveal, but you know, it's kind of like a re-reveal because we haven't seen it for like four years. So super pumped for that. Um, so that's yeah. all the news for this week. Uh, I'm guessing this is probably going to be quite a chunky episode by the time I finish editing. <laughs> There's a lot, of, <laughs> yeah, a lot of cool yeah. stuff to talk about. Um, but let's finish up with some new releases. Uh, we've just got two games to talk about this week. So uh, first up, uh, we've got. Dragon Quest, The Adventure of Dai, uh, or Dai, Dai's Big Adventure, right? That was uh, the, the kind of Japanese name. Yeah, so uh, I think this is a mobile, um, yeah, it's, it's a mobile game, right? I believe so, yeah. yeah. I remember we talked about it um, when they did the, uh, when they did the Dragon Quest 12 uh, reveal event, they also announced like the, um, the remaster of like some of the other games, right? And then they announced... Uh, this um, dies adventure, which is a tie-in with like an anime, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. This so this year, earlier this year, the adventure of die. Uh, mm. It's like kind of a remake of a '90s Dragon Quest anime. Oh, uh, okay. It, it's been airing, and um, I think it's pretty popular with younger kids. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so that this isn't like a, a main Dragon Quest game. It's just mm. like the anime tie-in. Oh yeah, that's uh, cool. The, the characters look a little bit game. different to the usual Dragon Quest. I mean, they've got the obviously like, the the faces have the same Dragon Quest style, but like their their hair and their clothes look a little bit different, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it, it looks more similar to like in the show, I think. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm just really excited for Dragon Quest Twelve. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Although I know it's not coming for a long time, but uh, Square Enix tends to just pump out tons of like these kind of um, what do you call them, Dragon Quest spin-off games you know like every yeah, year there's, there's yeah. a few of them just to keep the franchise fresh and um you know they do that with final fantasy as well so oh of course yeah yeah um, for sure but uh but yeah yeah it looks nice uh, i'm probably not gonna check it out but <laughs> <laughs> yeah so this uh let's see if they give us a date yeah uh yeah so this is coming uh on the 28th this is actually tomorrow so by the time uh this episode goes live, this should be available to play. All right, so we've got one last uh, announcement for you guys. This is our, our last new release. Yeah, so... And, uh, Legend of Heroes, uh, Kuro no Kiseki, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Legend of Heroes is this ongoing saga, right? <laughs> I mm. think I feel like it comes up all the time. Yeah, we but, talked uh, about it a lot, haven't we? Um, I think this year has been like the year where they really kind of hit a stride with the series. Like they ported uh, a lot of the games to Switch. Um, mm. they, they released like the last chapter of like a big four part, a four game long series. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is 
like the the next series. Yeah, this looks so, new, doesn't it? Because like the, the graphics look more modern, and it it definitely looks a lot better than the ports we saw. Because the ports seemed a bit bare bones in terms of like they just got better resolution and maybe the textures were better, but all the models are a bit like old. Yeah, the, I think the they were. A bit bare. They were PS Vita and PS3 games mm. on the previous series, but this is actually a PS developed for PS4. I see. So, yeah. um, so yeah, it looks a lot more modern, and um, which is great because uh, like, I feel like the Trails series is kind of known for having really simple graphics, but like really heavy stories. Mm. So it, it's cool to see one with like, you know, a more modern graphical style. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, yeah, it looks cool. I guess we don't need to spend too much time on that because we've looked at the that series of game quite a lot previously, <laughs> yeah. and, and we've, we've yeah. just looked at so many games this week. Um, so yeah. yeah, that's pretty much the end of the show. So thanks again for uh, listening or watching, guys. Um, leave a comment. Uh, let us know uh, what were you most excited about in the Nintendo Direct, or um, are you looking forward to? Uh, Tales of Heroes or uh, the Adventures of Die. <laughs> Tales of Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you're one of the, the new people that joined us here on the show uh, this week, then uh, th again, thanks for listening. Um, and yeah, tell your friends, just spread the good word. And uh, Ryan, as always, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week, guys, for the next episode of the Japan Games Cast. Bye.